0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Misadventures and my quest for gainful employment. I'm your host, Janelle, and I am delighted to offer you, our listeners, a little treat today. I am joined with my dear friend, Debbie Marie. Debbie Marie,
1: would you like to greet our listeners? Greetings, listeners. Today is the much-anticipated Sci-Ride episode. Now, Janelle, I have to interrupt for a moment. I know that you're really excited and our listeners also about the ride episode. Uh-huh. And you've been keeping them waiting far too long. But do you really think it's a good idea that we record this in the street? Look out! Ah! <laughs> glad,
0: we, glad we dodged that bullet. Well, Debbie, you know, we are keeping it real on this podcast. I've also acquired for us these orange road cones to keep us
1: safe while we record
0: the podcast.
1: Oh, that is very comforting. I feel much safer now. Good, good. Thank you. <clears throat> Your comfort and
0: safety are important to me. Wow, well, to know that.
1: Oh, thank you. You're
0: such a good friend. Most <laughs> of my stories come from my my brief period of time. When I was employed in the city of Ames, Iowa. SciRide is a public transportation entity that is owned by the city of Ames, which Iowa State University is part of. So, Iowa State University is located in Ames, Iowa. SciRide services both the city of Ames and the university. So, let's go back a couple of years ago. I was scrolling through Indeed looking for a job. Hickory Park hadn't worked out so well for me. A few odd jobs. Karen Polpeka had fired me. I needed a job. So I decided to filter, indeed, for only jobs that paid over $15 an hour. And the only job I found that I was potentially qualified for was a, city bu- a bus
1: driver for the city of Ames, which goes by SciRide. And let me just say... That no one could be more surprised than me when I realized she wanted to drive a bus. The woman who won't even drive down Duff <laughs> during lunchtime. Because, because I have traffic. I have
0: good reason not to ride drive down <laughs> Duff. I have principles, okay? I just won't do it. Okay, go on. Okay. I thought to myself, well, they hire college students to be bus drivers. Why couldn't I be a bus driver? I mean, it's a learnable skill. I mean, shh, people drive the bus all the time. Every every city you go to has public transportation. People are driving the bus. And school bus drivers, school bus, they've all learned to do it. Why couldn't I learn to do it? So I signed up to drive for SciRide. Actually, at first, I signed up to be a school bus driver. You did? Because there was a $6,000 sign-on bonus. Oh. So I show up bright-eyed and bushy-tailed to my interview. And they looked and they say, wait, you've only been driving for a year and a half? You've only had your license for a year and a half? And I said, yeah, is that a problem? (laughs) And they said, yes, that's a problem. That's right. I hadn't spent a lot of my adult life driving. I really hadn't.
1: Wow. So
0: I'd only had my driver's license a year and a half, but CyRi didn't care. CyRi <laughs> <laughs> did me feel so good. So um, I'm going to share just some of the funny little um, glimpses of my time at CyRi. Ending with um, what my sister said is the reason President Biden got elected.
1: <laughs> because so- your bad <coughs> Cy- CyRi you're driving
0: had ripple, had ripple effects <laughs> no one could comprehend. <laughs> Side ride, when you drive for like the city of Ames, a city job, you know, there are a lot of like regulations and rules. There's a lot you have to know. And so I, I was in trainings all the time and they were just so horrible. So I'm in this one training. It's me, two other guys, three hour long training on the rights of people with disabilities to drive the bus. Like if we don't know this, Syride could get sued. Like this is serious stuff. Mm-hmm. We are bored out of our brains we're dying in this room. My boss you know, clicks the slide, and the slide shows a woman with the service dog. He asks a question to the group. He goes, what are the two questions you could ask this woman as she's getting on your bus? So I look around the room. It's completely dead. The guy to my left is, like, asleep. The guy to my right's not seeing anything. And I'm thinking, well, you know, somebody's, somebody's, somebody's got to answer. So I'm racking my brain. Hi, I, I raised my hand. And he goes, yes. I said, well... You could ask to pet the dog. And then I said, I mean, I know you're not supposed to pet service animals, but if you were to pet it, you should probably ask permission first. So this is, this is what my boss does. He pauses for a moment, takes in what I said. Then his his body convulses from the neck up as though he had to physically shake that response out of his brain. And then he just clicked the slide And it said, is this a service animal and what service does it provide? And what he meant was, what are the legally protected questions you can ask? So then my response, realizing how absurd what I had just said was, was I start laughing hysterically. (laughs) Now, when I laugh, like when I really laugh, I laugh like this. (laughs) What I did was I shoved my hand over my mouth. And I'm con- I'm hiding my laughter, and my 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 head is convulsing, and my elbow is hitting the table. Oh
1: my gosh, Meanwhile, this guy, from- this guy,
0: my my instructor, just looking at me like, just not understanding what is wrong with her. And this is just to me the funniest thing that this just happened. So Of course, the first person I go tell is Debbie Marie. I tell Debbie Marie, I'm like Deb, you'll never guess what happened at Cyright Training today. And Deb, why don't you chip in your... I said, you could have asked what's the dog's name? (laughs) So, for the record... If a service, if someone with a service animal gets on your bus, If it's up to me and Debbie Murray, it's, can I pet your dog and what's your dog's (laughs) name? That poor guy. I know. Yeah, he was funny. So while I was working at SciRide, listen, I just want to say I was a horrible bus driver. And you didn't really like it, did you? I didn't. I mean, I had to wear these uniforms that didn't fit right. Everything is to the second. Like If you literally clock in 31 seconds late, that's an oral reprimand. And you have to meet with your supervisor. Really, because if you think about it, they're on, they're oh, on atomic yeah. time. Everything is, and that comes into play into my decision I made that re- had the ripple effect of an atomic bomb on the universe <laughs> that we will get to. I'm um, still recovering. America's still <laughs> recovering. So I drove all of the student routes. Those were the least desirable routes because they're less stable, and it's all uh, less stable. They're less stable in the mm-hmm. sense that. You don't have consistent oh, hours. Of, okay. You don't have consistent hours because on break, you don't work. On summers, you don't work. Students
1: just don't have a fear of death. They, no. they just don't have it. And they always think they have the right of way. Yes. At Iowa State. They do. <laughs> so the students
0: at Iowa State do not have a fear of death, and they should. They
1: Everyone should.
0: So I remember um because
1: you were driving. Cause I was driving. Yeah.
0: Sciride had this like re- they called it a rebranding where they went from Syride to Syride 2.0. They like tweaked the routes. They did a little they did a rebranding mm-hmm. of SIRID. And I remember I was like, they shouldn't call it Sciride 2.0. They should call it Homicide <laughs> 2.0. And I was like, "See, it should be Homicide 2.0 or Homicide Ride 2.0. Yeah, be, Homicide I, Ride. I homicide really 2.0. That was definitely the theme of my bus. And I remember this one time I'm driving through campus and I actually had the right away. And this guy like 19 year old on a longboard was cruising he had earbuds in long hair and he's making like an arc that my bus is destined to hit if i'm continuing in my trajectory and he just locked eyes on me i locked eyes on him and he just told me i'm going i'm going going." and he did stop, and i stopped and i thought to myself it didn't have to end up that way. It could have ended up a different way. It, it could have. It I could mean, have. I was told. I'm that, glad you made that decision that day. Yeah. I am glad. We were faced with life and death on a daily basis. You with were. Those and I mean. Just driving that bus. What I want to say is there are a lot of unstable people out there. <laughs> there are a lot of <laughs> unstable people out there. And, you know, I'm just saying. Um, look out. Look out. Stay out of
1: the streets. Stay out of the streets,
0: people. <laughs> unless you have orange cones. Right. And then you're all right.
1: Wow. Oh, we didn't have to pick such a busy intersection, though. No,
0: no. So I'm going to share the story. I'm just going to kind of give a preface to the story. So I've had a hard day at work in the winter. Driving the bus is real hard because you actually do slide. Like, they teach you how to slide. You mean when you're driving on high speeds? on <laughs> Nice. <laughs> I had had a bad day at work and I'd like processed it with my husband and he didn't say anything back to me. He just listened. So then a couple like months later, I was just, I don't know, like kind of puffing myself up. And I said to my husband, I'm not a shitty person. Like, you know, I'm really just not a malicious Mean person who like hurts people or uses people. I don't have mal intent towards people. For no reason, I'm just saying all these like wonderful praises about myself about like what a great person I was, and my husband just wasn't having. And he's like, Janelle, he goes, just just listen, stop for a second. The ripple effect of what you did <laughs> on Slyride on December fifth probably had more negative consequences on planet Earth than the sum total of, and he was listing all these disasters. I was like, what are you talking about? So I was processing this story. He, he reminded me of what had happened, and I hadn't given to a, a second thought to it. And as I shared the story with friends, they're all like, I can't believe you did that. So I'm just going to share the story. That's all you can do. Yeah. (laughs) Tell like it is. So at at Sire, like everything is the schedule. I mean, like I said, you have atomic watches. You have to clock in exactly at the right time. Like I said, if you're 31 seconds late, that's an oral reprimand. that rounds up to the nearest minute. You are late everything and you know if you're if and like they have a policy like if you're running three minutes late you call dispatch then if you're six minutes late you do this everything's on the radio well I'm driving the bus there is a snowstorm there is a blizzard we are getting students to campus and it is pure craziness I am 23 minutes late and I couldn't be more stressed out were you 23 minutes late just on your
1: route you just mean? on my route okay. because
0: my bus got stuck going uphill so my oh, bus is, and it was taking up two lanes because, uh, like, I tried turning while I was trying to go, get yes. up. And it's the back wheels are just grinding, and I'm like, "Dispatch, help me!" And they are not helping me because everyone's routes are crazy. And for whatever reason, I just couldn't keep a level head about it. Instead, oh, of, well, I
1: can see why that's high stress.
0: Instead, of I'm just completely freaking out because, like, traffic Those is behind were melting me. Melting down. Traffic is behind me. Other buses are behind me. Other ride buses are behind <laughs> Couldn't me. Couldn't they have helped push you up the hill? So I'm like, I'm reaching out to dispatch. Dispatch so is like, get the kitty litter. Put it into the back kid, tire. The kid, you had cat litter on and your... Give us cat for litter that. Okay. for that. And I was just like, come on. I need some real help. This young... I only have a busload of cautions, and also the bus was completely full. I just Was it full? There were 65 people on my bus. That's a pretty full bus.
1: That's a full load.
0: It's a full load, yeah. And they're all cautions. Well, this young, so obviously he's young. Yeah, one day help with the cat litter. He's young. He's (laughs) bright and ambitious. says, hey, everybody, I've got an idea. Let's all get out of the bus and see if the bus can make it up the hill with all of us out of the bus. And then we'll go wait at the stop at the top of the hill. So... All the students, without even me doing anything, get off the bus. I drive my bus to the top of the hill. It goes, and for whatever reason, in all of the craziness, you sh- him. I you forgot them. I just like ah! I chose. I was twenty three ah! minutes late instead of just acknowledging, like we are so far behind at this point, it doesn't matter. Plus there's other buses behind
1: you, seeing all this. Yeah,
0: and they're all full. Yeah, I just drove off and, left, and them. left them all. Were they waving or anything? Were they yelling? I don't remember. But um, they were all college students on their way to class, so they all missed class for sure, because I was driving them to campus. I All I'm saying is I got to the top of the hill and for whatever reason I was like, sayonara. Ah! But like, to my Let credit, it wasn't malicious. Oh, no. It really was. I was so flustered and overwhelmed. I just wasn't thinking clearly. I'm also on the like, and it's like when a guy gets aroused and I can't think clearly.
1: Cause <laughs> I because mean, like know s- all your blood had gone somewhere Nora. else.
0: Like, I just so, uh- i wasn't thinking clearly and it, so i come home that day and i'm telling my husband like i just had the worst dance side ride and he just doesn't say a word to me and
1: so then i tell my sister and did you ever get reprimanded for this
0: no. for this you
1: never did nobody ever said anything no they didn't know what to say
0: no one reported me i guess i don't oh my know gosh yeah I might have saved somebody's life on the bus once, though. So I should share oh, that story. You should. should I let's have a, story? Let's
1: have um, anyways, some balance. So i
0: tell my sister, Sandra's like, do you know what probably happened to that boy who rallied everyone to get off the bus? She goes, I bet they ate him alive. He
1: probably turned on she him. She said
0: they probably just, like, killed him. <laughs> and then Sandra, my sister, is so creative. She's coming up with all these, like, ripple effects for, like, how what happened affected that and then affected that. And she's like, and then Biden got elected. Because she's a Republican. Yes, yes. Like the joke is because I dropped them all off and ran away. Yes, prices are four bucks a gallon because of me. That's right. We know who to blame. (laughs) This isn't even like really a funny story. But once I was driving the bus and there was this little lady got on with her walker. You know, that happens all the time. Yeah. She's going to the post office. And then as we were driving, because this route, for whatever reason, I was driving in the city she came up to me and said, I'm feeling dizzy, lightheaded, and nauseated. And I didn't exactly know what to do. And my shift was ending. And so I got off. So I thought, maybe she's diabetic. Yeah. So I got orange. And I met her at the post office because I knew that's where she was going. I had passed out. <gasps> at the post at office? At the post office. So it, and then, I, but I, I was, there, and somehow, like, I don't know how it was that somehow I was aware she had diabetes. But we tended to her, and then we helped her get home. So she was okay then. She was okay when she ate and drank. She, when she ate and drank, so she was diabetic. She was diabetic and had gone low. Well, I think that cancels out. I don't know bad, and trauma. I don't even know if I should even put that on there because I'm not trying to like brag about myself. Well, it was like it's more like she said it as I was leaving, and then I didn't make the decision in the moment. To right. do anything. But then I did. Then I immediately went
1: yeah. orange shoes and
0: got, I think I was M&M's. How, where did you it go? It's like that convenience store by the post office. Okay, right across. And the I yeah. got orange shoes and M&M's. And then I ran back just to see if she was okay. She wasn't. Wow. And then, um, like, but also, all the people at the post office were incredibly wonderful too, and everyone was. Taken oh yeah, care of them. but they wouldn't yeah. have had. And then, um, I wa- I, wa- I went with her and accompanied her back home. I think
1: you should. Okay, you need to redeem yourself okay. after that so, last story. <clears throat> I did do one good thing, but I'm sure there were many good yeah. things. What about that dog, that service dog, whose name would have never been known if you wouldn't have asked what it was. <laughs> So um oh de- look out, here comes a car Karina! Ah! Oh it just missed.
0: Debbie Marie, I gotta tell you about a problem I have. What you know, I, I so respect the fact that you work on your own time, your free time ironing to make extra money. I think it's a great side hustle.
1: Oh, I love Gina, it. You
0: give me too
1: much credit.
0: But my problem is when I have free time, I like to drink coffee. Well, you are a coffee fiend. I am a coffee fiend. Yes, you are. And so
1: I don't see how I could ever give that up. And get a part-time job. And perhaps help your financial exactly. needs. Exactly. Well... <laughs> I'm glad you brought this up because I have the solution for you. Mm. Our I friends. recently became aware of the ironious coffee mug. Now, what is that? Well, you know how a nice steaming hot cup of coffee can really warm the hands mm-hmm. on a cold oh, yes. winter's morning or even in afternoon or evening. And when you're ironing, you can still drink coffee. And not only can you get that coffee fix, you can use that cup, that mug with that hot coffee in it to do some ironing. You can probably get one full shirt, short-sleeved, or one pair of women's pants mm-hmm. ironed per coffee cup. Per now, cup of coffee, I'd You're
0: telling me our friends at Ironius came
1: up with the solution. They did. How can I get on the cutting edge of solving all of our problems? Problems you didn't even know you had. Now, is it true that
0: I could even iron the very shirt I'm wearing, so I could drink a cup of coffee while wearing my bra?
1: Oh yeah. If you're like getting ready for work, and all of a sudden you're just at the kitchen counter, just enjoying that hot joe, cup of hot joe, you just whip that shirt off take that coffee mug, the ironious coffee mug and crease, get those creases and wrinkles right out of there. And then just put the shirt back on, finish your coffee, go to work. Now, is it really true that
0: right now our listeners can get one at full price and then another at 25% off? (laughs) If they call this number right now, it is. 515-215-5114.
1: That's it, ladies. Call now.